Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. All right, good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you live from the Investor Schooling Studios. I am Larry Steinhaus and I am the CEO of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate investing, stock options trading, and so many other things about money I bet you didn't even know. Hey, you can call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program, so you can call anytime during the show, and we will take your calls. Don't worry about what we're talking about, because we'll take your calls, and we'll answer your question, or talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. If it has to do with real estate, it has to do with stock ops, it has to do with the stock market, cryptocurrency, anything, just give us a call, 855-939-1137. At Investor Schooling, we teach real estate investing, stock options trading, how to save money in taxes, how to be financially free, and we even give you the motivation to make money work for you instead of you working for money. Investor Schooling is located in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, right off the Newtown Bypass, right off Route 95, serving the New Jersey and greater Philadelphia areas in a real brick-and-mortar building. Our students are also located in several states with our exclusive web access to our classes and seminars. Get ready to learn this business, the business of entrepreneurship, real estate investing, stock options trading, and you'll learn it from those who do it every day. All right, welcome to Investor Schooling Live with your friendly neighborhood financial expert, and hey, that's me. Larry Steinhaus. And by the way, I happen to be here with our marketing director, Paul Martirano. Say hey. hi, Paul. Hi. How's everybody doing out there? It's Paul Martirano, the marketing director at Investor Schooling. Here at Investor Schooling in a brick and mortar building, but it actually has vinyl siding, I think, Larry. Well, yeah, but, but brick and mortar <laughs> is kind of like a, an expression. I know. I'm just kidding around. But, you know, but I, I do that whole thing again. I was pretty good. I, I, did you like that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, my yeah, radio yeah. voice. You like that? I like your radio hey, voice. Hey, it's Paul Martirato, the marketing director of Investor Schooling, where we teach you how to be financially free. That's pretty good. That's, I, that's, I, that's you know, not bad. Now, now you know why. Again, now you know why he's the marketing director. That's right. Because he can speak like that. Exactly. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to this show, call in 855-939-1137 and let us know if you heard any of our new commercials. Because, you know, Paul wrote them all. I did. No, no I, I did. didn't. I, didn't I wrote them, them all. But you wrote them. I voiced some of them. I know. You voiced some of them. But I'm just having a little bit of fun, and I'm saying, hey, you know, I, I want people That's to right. give you kudos for writing them. So oh, 855-939-1137, give us a call. By the way, we got some people online. Uh, we, we're also live. Well, while we do this show, live at w, on WPHT in... Philadelphia. We also do it live on TikTok. And not TikTok. Facebook. We do it live on Facebook. We do it live on LinkedIn. And we do it live on YouTube and uh, Twitter. So if you're watching online, please say hi. We love it when you say hi. Actually, I see Carrie saying hi. So thank you, Carrie, for, for listening. All right. So what do you want to talk about today, today, Paul? You know, you came uh -huh. on the show. You said, I want to be on the show. I want to be a radio star, at least for the day. I already am a radio star. That's right. You actually have a show. <laughs> <laughs> he has a show on another station. I have right, a show on so, another station too. But you want to talk about something yeah. that has to do with real estate or well, stock? Yeah. Well, actually, I was uh, I I was out looking at a couple of houses yesterday. That's right. Why don't we talk about that? That's, that's sure. actually what you said to me because I forgot. But you you you, said, you, you forgot said, something, Larry? It's... Yeah. Who are you again? I, I don't know. <laughs> if you could tell me, that would be helpful. Are you Steve? <laughs> 
Yeah. Steve. Um, I'm Steve, the, uh, Steve, the Steve, assistant Steve, CEO of Investor Schooling. Steve Maraschino or something like sure. that? Sure. Yeah, okay. Whatever you want to call me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, so, Paul, you I were looking was, at a house out, yesterday. I was and, out looking at some. And it's actually, that's actually a really good conversation. So, yeah. so just to give you a little bit of preface, you know, of course, uh, Paul is, is not only the marketing director here, but he also was a student. He came in. But mm -hmm. Almost all our employees start out as students. Right. And then they came to work first because they, they love me. They think I'm the greatest employer ever, right? Oh, absolutely. Larry Steinhaus is the greatest employer ever to walk the <laughs> face of the earth. Well, that's got to be true if I could keep guys like you. That's and right. even, even Mike in our production room, that's right? right. Mike, Mike. Mike Kiefer, he's our... Is it Kiefer? Did I get it right? Kuiper? Keeper? What the hell's your name? It's Kuiper. Kuiper. I never get his name right. Mike I, brought his girlfriend with him today. I what know. employer lets you bring your girlfriend to so, work? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. Mike brought his girlfriend to work. Hey, hey, say hi, Jess. Hi. See that? She says hi from the control room. So Kuiper, Kuiper, Mike Kuiper right. is also. Do you like it here, Mike? Do you like working here? Yeah, it's all right. Man, I got, I got, I got. Yeah, it's all right. And then I got, you know, Paul being sarcastic about how great it is. <laughs> it is. Well, great. you know, look, it is great. Soon, I wouldn't be so, here if it wasn't great. Just so you know, pretty soon the economy is going to be so bad that you guys are going to be That's so right. glad you have jobs. I, I, so keep it in mind. You know what? I I do keep that in mind because <laughs> the economy is is trashed right now, and it's get it's getting worse. It is I know, really getting worse. Hey, hold on! But, Before we go into your story, we yeah. got Peter in Philly. What's going on, Peter? Hello, Larry. Yeah, what's happening, man? Y yes, loveliest show. I remember uh, Phil was talking one time about uh, Tampa's growing, and he also talked about Erie, Pennsylvania. He thought it was undervalued, underrated. They, had, they have a lake there. And my question, basically, uh, which would be a better city to invest, Erie, PA, over there on the outskirts, or York, PA? So you, you want my real answer? Yeah, it doesn't bottom matter. line. You're a bottom line. It, it doesn't matter. So bottom line is I don't care if you if you uh, invest in Oshkosh, Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, Bucks County. I know there's maybe, is there an Oshkosh, Pennsylvania? I think you're thinking of Oshkosh. I think is that Wisconsin, Oshkosh. Yeah, I, I'm just making it up. I don't know. I'm making it up. All right. So here's the, well, so here's the thing. Well, uh, Larry. Hello, yeah. Larry. Hello, Peter. I agree with you. It... Yes. Good, Peter. I'm Hello. teasing you. You threw him off. No, no. Go ahead, Peter, Who? speak. You, Peter, go ahead, speak. Larry, uh, Larry, I agree it depends on the deal. However, yep. Pennsylvania is ranked 47th uh, out of the top 50 states as far as growth, etc., meaning it's still a depressed state. Well, that's because we got Governor Wolf here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but right. here's the deal, Peter. It doesn't matter who the governor is, and it doesn't matter where you invest. I mean, look, unless you're unless you're a builder and you're going to build a thousand homes in an area, I, I wouldn't really worry about right. the area or the location at all. Yeah. I would worry about the deal. Right. I mean, I don't care where the deal Go. is if I'm good. You say, Peter? No, okay. I no, I I heard what you said. It, it depends. It it depends upon the deal. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you have your radio on behind you? No, no, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. But, just, just... but Larry, Larry, yeah. we love you. We're from New York. We got the same blood. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. What part of New York are you from? I'm from downtown. Downtown? 
Downtown, downtown New York, the people from downtown New York rule everything. They took over You're Hollywood. The, the boys took over. The boys took over Chicago, and you got a lot of people coming into Philly. But the prices are too inflated. You know that. Oh yeah, sure, sure. So where are you calling from, New York now? I'm calling from the great state of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You're calling from a communist. You're calling from the communist city inside yes, the I communist am. state. Yes, I am. Are you, are you wearing a bulletproof vest while you walk the streets over there? Well, put it this way: Thank God for the Second Amendment. As what's his name said in Judicial Freedom, if it wasn't for the Second Amendment, we would not have a country. Well, that's very true, and and if you don't, if you uh, you know, hopefully you you wearing a bulletproof vest and you're carrying when you walk down the street of Philly, because I won't go there anymore. I'm done. When they get rid of that idiot Krasner, I might go back into Philly. Right. But until then, I I don't want to be you're the right. one. To, I don't want to go into. I don't want to go into the police station and say I was robbed, and they laugh at me and go, "Sorry, there's nothing we can do about it." Right. No, you're right. You're right. Now, so let's, that's why let's I don't invest do in Philly anymore either. Let's do everything we can, okay, for for the great uh, Mister Mister the next governor, the great Mastriani, that other Mastriano. schmuck, that other little that other schmuck. I mean, that guy's got no mouth. Radio? He's got no mouth. I mean, he he. I I don't know how the, how people vote for him except those dead Democrats. <laughs> well, thank you. That's right. <laughs> hey Peter, you're like, you're like you're like awesome, man. We we you have you ever been to our class? Listen, I I um no, but I'm uh, I'm gonna go because I want to meet you, Larry. I want to meet you too. So go to investorschooling.com. I want to, uh, Larry. As uh, as we manifest, we want to give you uh, regards from Christopher Walken. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Where, where, is Christopher there? Go all ahead. Right. <laughs> Listen, Larry. So I'll try to come to another meeting, but I, you know, I'm going to need somebody to help me drive. If you know somebody who uh, is going there from Philadelphia, I can call pool with them or whatever. So uh, have, uh, have Christopher Walken bring you, hey, or, 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 or just uh, go to your no, go to your phone he, and he, type in Uber. He, oh, he's de <laughs> he, he's definitely he's definitely coming. It's it's his type in Uber. Go, come on, Frank. I mean, Peter, go 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 to Uber and get a lift from Uber. Okay. Oh, okay. Or, 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 or one of your boys from Brooklyn. <laughs> no, 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 we don't need Brooklyn. Come on, right, listen, Larry. I, Larry, we're definitely going to meet. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Listen, make sure you tell me when you're coming, so I make sure that you know okay. that I, I, I get sick that day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No, I'm looking forward to it, Peter. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right. Likewise, you made the show Larry. fun. You, you, everybody in their car just now turned their radio up. I want you to know that. What'd you say? I, I said everybody in their car. Listening to this conversation, turn their radio up and go. I thought this was supposed to be a financial show. What are these guys talking about? Well, you know why? Listen, everybody <laughs> loves Christopher Walken. Even he invests in real estate. Yes, he does. That's right. That's why he's rich. 
<laughs> Larry, forget about it. <laughs> All right, man. Good talking to you. I'll see you soon. Take care. Looking forward to it. All right. And if anybody right. else wants to wants to meet Christopher Walken, come to Investor I, Schooling this week. I think that was Christopher Walken. I think that was Christopher Walken calling into the show, pretending pretending be, he was Peter, pretending yeah, he be. was Peter. Because the last time we had Doug Mastriano call in, we got in trouble. So That's I told right. Doug if he ever wants to call again, he has to pretend he's somebody else. Okay. So maybe that was maybe that, that was, was Christopher Walken. You know, maybe saying, that was Doug pretending Mastriano was, pretending he was Christopher Peter. Walken, pretending he was Peter. Right, but he didn't even have to say his his name, so I don't think so. <laughs> That's why he did it. On he purposely mispronounced his name. Yeah, just to mess up That's everybody right, over at PHC. Hey, Doug Mastriano, <laughs> if you're listening, call in and pretend you're pretend you're Christopher Walken, okay? <laughs> so, uh, so Erie, Pennsylvania, or York, Pennsylvania? Doesn't matter. Doesn't, to me. doesn't matter. It matters about the deal. Doesn't well, the deal. Like, the deal is always uh, the thing the that deal. matters. Uh, which is uh, brings us back to yesterday. I went to. to oh look yeah, you at were talking house, about your deal. I forgot. Which I thought might have been a deal, but ended up possibly not. Not really quite. All being right. So a let's. Deal. Without giving the address, why don't we right. talk a little bit about the deal? Right. So tell me about how you you found it on. Right. I actually, found it where? I found it on Realtor.com, which okay, I was great. I was surprised because I was just browsing through and um, it looked like you know all the it was it was priced at two thirty five. Right. And you could tell and, that it needed some work. And how much but, were now, when you priced it at two thirty five? How much were the comps? Now it was beat up. Right. I, I thought I saw it, the pictures. It was beat up. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't in bad shape. It was just beat up. It needed right. everything. Mm -hmm. It needed everything from paint to carpets to sure. kitchens to bathrooms, right? Everything. Right. It needed all. Uh, I the, think the siding outside needed to be done. I can't remember. No, the siding didn't need. How to about be the roof? Uh, roof would probably need to be replaced Windows? soon. Windows. There was only one that needed to be replaced. Okay. All right, so, so you saw it for two thirty-five, right? And it was actually the comps in the area were up around three, three, okay. three ten. So I thought, okay, maybe there's some some equity in this deal, and uh, rents uh, would probably rent for above two thousand. Okay, great. So we went through. I went through with uh, uh, one of our students. One of our students who's, who's a contractor. Who's a contractor? Yeah. Who's a, a wonderful guy, Bill. And uh, we went through it. We took a look, and I mean there was. There was some stuff you, you could have gotten away with maybe just redoing the floor, slapping some paint up and renting it out without replacing the kitchen. But if you want the kitchen definitely needed upgrade. The bathroom okay. needed upgrade if you wanted to, you know, upgrade it for uh, sure. I guess the, the actual value in the house. Right. So if you comp mm -hmm. it at three ten, right. Was that with a new bathroom? Is that with a new bedroom? I'm sorry, new it, new kitchen, yeah, new bathroom. You would, you would okay. probably want to put the new okay. the new kitchen right. for that comp. Uh so but it was something that I definitely wanted to explore because from, you know, just from online, you couldn't really tell whether or not um, it would be it would be a good deal. So after kind of looking through and everything, we figured that, you know, if you could get it for maybe 205, mm -hmm. it might be worth doing. So what what did you think? What did you guys estimate it would cost to renovate it? Uh, well, to to just kind of renovate it and slap someone, you know, put a renter in there sure. without upgrading the kitchen and, and the bathroom and everything. Uh, it was about tw about twenty. Okay, and, and to do it the correct to way. To do it the correct way, you're probably <laughs> closer to f between forty and sixty. Yeah. Okay. So now you look right. at so you're looking to buy the property mm -hmm. for what was it two thirty? Uh, the it was listed for two thirty. Okay, so two thirty plus sixty. Right. That's two ninety. Right. And if and right. if it comps at three ten, mm -hmm. you might as well just buy a new one at three ten. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you exactly. don't have to go through the hassle. 
Exactly. So that's so, why it's not necessarily a good deal. But then if you right. start to look at the price that you said at 205, mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you're getting a lot closer. Um, mm -hmm. There's still now, if you're going to flip that one, it's not a great deal if you're going to flip it. I know you want to rent right. anyway. And mm -hmm. if you can get those kind of rents, now I also think that the rent was too low. And here's the deal. So mm -hmm. if you put it, if you were to put in the 60 and you got, so if you bought it for 205, you put in 60, it's 265. You still got to rent it for a minimum of 2600 $2, just to meet the 10%, I'm sorry, the 1% no, rule. And for you guys who don't know what the 1% rule is, you want to look for a rent that's a minimum of 1% of the total purchase price plus renovations of the property. So in his case, it would be about 265 and he'd have to rent it for at least $2,600 just to make it even palatable. Right. So I, I don't know if it's a good deal even in those numbers, but then... You asked me to call the real estate agent because I, I was, you know, I'm the real estate agent sure. here, and I called the real estate agent, and he actually said he turned down um, five thousand dollars less than full asking price earlier in the day. Oh, so he's expecting to rent it now. Here's the thing: most likely, I'm sorry, he's expecting to sell it. Most likely, the person who's buying it is not a investor. It's probably somebody who wants to live in the area, right. wants to buy a house and renovate it while they live there. Because did it, did it look like you could live in it? Yeah, you could. Mm -hmm. You could live in it. You would need to clean it up pretty, mm -hmm. pretty much, and then, I mean, flooring. It, it has the nice hardwood floors, but they're all messed up. So you could either refinish those floors or just throw. If you wanted to move in and live in it, you could put rugs down and live in it. Yeah. So what typically happens then? You know, you're competing as an investor. You're competing with everyday right. buyers, people who want to move into the house. And look, those the people who want to move into the houses are going to pay more. Right. They're silly, but they're going to, they want to pay more, and that's that's what happens. By the way, if anybody wants to call in eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. 855-939-1137. Feel free to call in, ask us any questions. And by the way, if you're looking, watching online, you can leave comments on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. A couple of people checking in online. We got uh, Phil checking in online. We got Peter checking in online. Peter says your house sounded like it was a Levittown house. It's not, but it's funny because I agree right. with you, Peter. It does sound like a Levittown house. <laughs> now, there was a lot of Levittown houses a long time ago that all needed to be renovated, you know, mm -hmm. rebought and renovated. But now they're... Now they're killing it. Yeah. Used to buy a Levittown, you know, the the I forget mm -hmm. the way what the model numbers, what the model there's like four models and I forgot what it was, but you used to be able to buy them for seventy five to ninety five thousand, renovate them for thirty thousand and sell them for two hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Now they're you're buying the junky ones, the one that you used to buy for seventy five to uh, to a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Now you're paying almost two hundred thousand for each one of those. Well, what will that be next year or the year after? Well, so uh, so that's a that's kind of a loaded question it's because loaded, but with yeah, with I everything mean, that is happening, if it continues yeah. to happen the way that it is, yeah. So the real question is: real estate going up or down? Is right. that would that be your question? Right. Yeah. So well, so I say down. Yeah, it's down, going but, down over the but next not, year or two. It's not going to be. It's not going to be like a giant jump in the mm -hmm. next two years, but it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be people are gonna suffer, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and it's gonna be tough because if somebody's gonna buy a house, maybe they pay two hundred thousand for it. And you know it'll probably be worth 180, and they won't be able to move. Mm -hmm. So if they have a mortgage, especially if they have an FHA mortgage, which lets them put down no money, and yeah, maybe they put down three thousand dollars because you could put down a minimum. Actually, in this case, it would be a minimum of six thousand dollars. And you put that down, and you owe more than the house is worth, then you can't move. Right. So they, they, if they need to move for a job, or they get divorced, or they decide they don't want to live there anymore, they're stuck in those houses. And these are the people that I love to help because I can help them. I can buy their house for full price for what they owe in the mortgage without them being affected. So they can actually they could actually come to me. I would be able to buy the house. 
I'd actually take over their mortgage payment is what I would do. Mm-hmm. And then they no longer have to worry about the house anymore, and they can go move somewhere else if they want to. So I do that a lot, and especially with and what's coming. And it's my favorite way to buy houses. It's called subject to buying houses, subject to the mortgage. It's my favorite way to buy houses. And if you want to learn how to do that, when you learn how to do this, first of all, it's going to be amazing. But if you want to learn how to do it, go to InvestorSchooling.com. InvestorSchooling.com. You could sign up for a class for this Thursday. And by the way, we now have like 165 five-star Google reviews. Something like that. And you know why we have 165 five-star Google reviews? Why do we have 165 Because everybody who comes to our school likes us. That's why. I think it is. That's exactly right. Well, I also think it has to do with the amount of students that are having success. Absolutely. And they like us because they're making money. That's right. Oh, and we can't guarantee your success. <laughs> right. We can only guarantee we're going to teach you how to be successful. Right. And if you use that knowledge, the chances of you being successful are pretty high. Yeah. So that's what's nice about it. So in, in anything we teach, we teach you that. Um, and also paying less taxes. How about paying less taxes? Did you notice that you're paying less taxes now? I did. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's pretty wild when, when you're, even when you tell your accountant and you say, listen, I did this this year. And he goes, oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> but Larry, we're not accountants or attorneys. We're no, we're... no. But but I, I love it when I tell my accountant I did something different this year because I you know I right. teach I teach all this stuff and of course I'm always learning I'm always learning new sure. stuff to teach. You know, like one of the things that most people don't know is that you can buy a house in your IRA. And I think you're about to buy a house in I'm your. I'm about IRA, to buy my first house in IRA because I have never done it before, but I know how to do it. I just haven't had the opportunity to do it, and I felt I felt like it was time to take the opportunity. But here's the really cool part about buying a house in your IRA. At my age, my age is 58. So as long as I bought, as long as I'm buying it with a Roth IRA, not a regular IRA, with mm-hmm. a Roth IRA, and as long as the IRA has been open for five years, which it has been, here's the really cool part. <laughs> At 59 and a half years old, if I collect the rent from that IRA, right? So the rent goes into the IRA. Let's say it's $2,000 a month rent. I put it into the IRA and I take it back out. It's tax-free. Right, because you're taking your distribution from the You're not taking the rent from the house. You're taking taking a distribution distribution from from my IRA, IRA. but the money is actually going back into your IRA and replenishing the distribution. So the amount of your IRA is not even going down, not going down. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And and you can now, so now, if you figure that out, so most people, if you're under 50, you can put $6,000 a year into an IRA. If you're over 50, you can put $7,000, uh, you know, into an IRA, an extra $1,000 for, they call it the catch-up. But if you're a real estate investor like me, and you want to be able to put more money into your IRA every year, you can do that by buying a house and putting the rents into the IRA. Instead of taking the rent and using and spending it, you can now put the rent into the IRA, and you can put unlimited money in your IRA, unlimited, as long as it goes through something that has to do with an investment, like a house. Right. That's a cool right, piece of knowledge. You're, well, you're not the one putting the money in the IRA. The renter is paying the rent, Correct. which is the investment. Right. So it's, it's just as if you had a stock that went up and they Correct. sold the stock within the IRA. Correct. Or if any other kind of investment, a, a stock pays a dividend in an IRA. Right. The, the stock it's pays kind a of dividend similar to that. Right. The dividend going to the IRA. Exactly. That's a perfect example. Right. However, I'm going to get a lot more money in rent than I'm going to get in a dividend. Exactly. In most cases. Exactly. So it's actually pretty cool. It's actually a really cool way to work around the system and get the system to work for right. you. By the way, I also know ways if you have a, if you make too much money and you can't contribute to a Roth IRA, I can teach you how to do that too. 
So that's all. By the way, it's all in my book. You know that, right? That's right. I, Money I, hacks by Larry Steinhouse. Come on, do you like that radio? Go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. It comes out officially on July 18th, but you can pre-order a copy at uh, Amazon.com and I think also at Barnes & Noble. And if you show Larry the receipt that you ordered his book, he will sign one for you and give it to you, and then you will have that copy along with the copy that comes next month. And then you'll have two copies. And you can read it twice. Yeah, and, and matter of fact, I suggest you read it 10 times because there's so sure. much knowledge in it. It's pretty much a 50-foot overview of everything we teach in investor schooling. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff in there. There is. Did you read it, right? Yeah. What'd you like? What was your favorite chapter? I mean, the the chapter where you talk about my book. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that's right. I no, forgot about that. No, the um, <laughs> the oh, thirty three beliefs by Paul Martorano. Oh, yeah, Go so to thirty three beliefs dot com yeah. and order thirty three beliefs by Paul Martorano. Anyway, uh, no, the my <laughs> yeah. favorite chapter I think is uh, it's probably the one just the the one on credit. And yeah, credit sure. cards. All right. Hey, by the way, Glenn out there is saying great program, Larry. He's not saying great program, Paul. He's saying great program. Larry. Well, that's because it's your program. Oh, is that it? If he wanted to listen to my program, he would need to listen to. Uh, yeah, you could uh, advertise he your would program. Listen to WWDB at 4 p.m. on Sunday tomorrow. Right? Tomorrow. Which, which, by the way, our show re-airs tomorrow at three. Right. Ends at four, and then they could change the that's channel. That's right. That's right. They right. Could. And then you can listen to my it. other program on WWDB right. at 7:30 every morning. That's right. That's called uh, Money Chat Now. That's right. So we're actually pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty radio oriented, aren't we? <laughs> All over the place. Hey, we do live shows too. You can come to a live investor schooling class on Thursday night. But then this Friday, if you want to hear some music, you can come see me. It's a Green Parrot in Newtown, Pennsylvania, from eight to twelve. Uh, me and an excellent drummer, Frank Ramon, will be playing there. I think Larry's coming out. A whole bunch of investor schooling there. people will be out there. We're going to have a big party at the Green Parrot in Newtown, Pennsylvania. Friday, June 17th from 8 to 12 p.m. And if you've never heard Paul play the piano, you'll be That's very right. surprised that this guy who got this crazy, crazy personality can play the piano as well as he can. That's I right. actually think he plays it better than Elton John. Oh, well, thank you very much. I, uh, you know, we know what Gilbert Godfrey says about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> not on my show. <laughs> you played the commercial last time. All right, but uh, no, it's a, it's. I mean, it's basically it's going to be an all request show, sing along, classic rock, whatever you want to request. We'll have fun. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick mm-hmm. commercial break, and then we're going to come back and talk about I don't know something else. This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinhaus, and you have probably heard my radio shows and listened to my great advice on how you can make more money and pay less taxes. Well, I just finished writing a book on all things I teach at Investor Schooling and on my radio shows. This book is called Money Hacks, and you want a copy of this book, and you can pre-order this book wherever books are sold. Look for Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. Hey, it might even be a tax deduction. Order Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus wherever books are sold, and come see me at Investor Schooling. 
This is Larry Steinhaus from Investor Schooling. Are you tired of being broke? If you're tired of being broke, go to InvestorSchooling.com, sign up for a complimentary class this Thursday, and learn how not to be broke. That's right. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and sign up for a complimentary class this Thursday. And if you have any questions, you can call us at 215-876-3002, 215-876-3002. Go to InvestorSchooling.com, sign up for this Thursday, and learn how not to be broke. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinetz from Investor Schooling, and I'm so excited when our students do well. Listen to this student and listen to what he has to say about Investor Schooling. I sold one of my properties last October, doubled my money, and what I did, I invested into another property and then closed on a refi, and I wrote myself a check out for $118,000. That's awesome. I'm so excited. And if you want to find out more about Investor Schooling, go to InvestorSchooling.com, and we will see you Thursday night, and we will help you any way we can. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, I just wanted to you, know, you guys know that last commercial, the one that had Mick on it talking about how he made money, doubled his money. That actually, I don't know if you guys know it, if you guys were listening a couple of weeks ago, Mick actually called in to this show mm-hmm. and we, re- we took that recording of that show and that's what we made that commercial out of because that was just such a great, it was such a great testimonial. And we have dozens and dozens and dozens yeah. of testimonials just like that, including even Paul. But uh, just so you guys know, if you want to call in, 855-939-1137. If you're a student, you want to call in and give us a testimonial, that'd be great. And if you're if you if you're curious or if you just want to have fun, if you're sitting in your car because it's a rainy day and you want to call somebody and you want to just talk to somebody, you can do that too. 855-939-1137. Because clearly that's what Peter did. Peter had to be bored. He, I mean, you know, that whole conversation, it was it was exciting and fun. But, you know, that right. whole conversation was, hi, I'm bored. I think I'll call a radio show and talk to the host. That's I think that's what he wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, I think that's right. 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. All right, cool. All right, you guys, uh, what else? What else we got? Something cool, right? Was, Let's talk about something cool. That was really actually Christopher Walken. It was not Peter. It wasn't? It was not. No? Okay. Yeah, I want to talk about something. My girlfriend texted me and said I look sexy on the radio. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to, how I to go know. with that. I guess that she means I on agree. Facebook, but yeah, thank I mean, you, Glenn. Glenn you know, I appreciate that, think, Glenn. Think about how funny that is. He looks sexy on the radio. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've, I've heard the expression, you know, you have a That's face right. for radio. That's right. You have a face for radio. It, it really. means the opposite. Right. It means the opposite. Yeah, I, but in her sure. case, she's watching on Facebook. So. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, that's right. All right. So, you want to say hello to her? Go I ahead. do. Hi, honey. I love you. Oh, anyway, that's so sweet. Oh, oh look, my sweet? honey's watching too. That's right. Highland, I love you too. I know you say that every morning on WWDB. Isn't that cool? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I run out of the house when she's sleeping. Because I got to get up. At Hi, Linda. In the I love you too. Hey, stop that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, why don't we talk about more financial stuff? <laughs> All right, so what's the, got, what's the what's the most best most best? What is the, the best, most best? The bestest, best, most the best, best, bestest, bestest, mostest, the mostest, be- the hugest thing you learned from uh, investor schooling. The huge. I think it's just how I move money and use it in different ways. Mm-hmm. I use the same money for different things, and it's all legal. It's interesting because it's all legal. It's it's, all funny, <laughs> like, no, what do you think? No, it's all. I mean, it's all the. It, it's, it's, but it's, the, I mean, amazing, when someone right? says, hey, I'm using the same money for different things, people think, oh, well, that can't be legal. But no, the way that I move money, like I, uh, right. like so I, you move, I always you talk about You take $100,000, sure. and you could take the same $100,000 and invest it in four different places at the same time. 
In a way, yes. And not 25,000, 25,000, 25,000. I'm talking about the same 100,000 each time, yeah. which is pretty wild that in you can way. do that, and we teach you that how to do that. Right. So uh, should I give an example? Sure. If you uh, an example. Maybe, if you could kind of. That, I you know. think I can kind of do All I right. think I can kind of formulate how I'm doing this. But uh, one of the, the things that we do is whole life insurance sure. as a bank, which yeah. you know was explained by Brian Kessler. So I put it, say, let's do it with 25,000. Say I take that 20, I take $25,000. I put it into the whole life insurance policy, then I borrow back from the whole life insurance policy, but it's still invested and it's still growing in, right. the, in the life insurance policy. Then maybe I'll pay down. Like uh, one of the first things I did was I I moved a bunch of money through life insurance. I paid down a huge portion of my mortgage, and then at the end of the year I got a HELOC on that. So now that money is available to me. So I took that money. And uh, that's at like 4%. And I did a deal where I was the lender and the bank for actually one of the students on a deal. And uh, I'm making 10% on that money. But that's actually the way that's actually where I'm going to make more than that because it's being paid off early. And there was, you know, a certain number of months of interest that had, had to be paid on the loan. And then uh, we're going to do, do it again on another property. So right. it's all the same money, though, that's just moving yeah. in wild, different right? ways. And that's that's kind of the same money you put into the first account. Then right. You just keep moving it into other accounts and you keep right. borrowing it and, 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 and making money while you're borrowing it. And every time you make mm -hmm. more money, not only do you make money four or five different times on the same money. Right. But you also lend that. I'm sorry. But you're also. Uh, making money on that money but you're also lending that money out mm -hmm. or you're investing that other money and making right. money on that money sure it's wild when you start to see this and then and you add some zero percent credit cards in too where you pay the two or three percent fee and you have that for and so long right, you sure. move it through everything so it's um it's just using money i'd say it's using money smart smarter smarter so, smarter way so you probably money. just scared everybody who's listening going that's right i don't want to put all that money on credit you don't have to by the way you don't have but to. it but the weird part is you, you when you learn these techniques it'll blow your mind it'll absolutely blow your mind all right we got kevin what's going on kevin how can we talk to you how can we help you hey how's it going i got a question uh you were talking just a few minutes ago about utilizing iras to purchase properties and kind of yeah. uh, realize some gains that way but <clears throat> I, i've I have two young boys, uh, and I'm looking to uh, obviously plan for college and other needs of theirs. And someone had mentioned to me that uh, some folks use IRAs as a vehicle, uh, as kind of like a 529 plan, uh, but utilize an IRA to do basically the same thing. And it allows a lot more flexibility in terms of withdrawals and um, retaining like kind of ownership of the money uh, in the event the child doesn't use it. So I was hoping to get some insight on that if you had any um, about kind of the best approach maybe for planning uh, for uh, children's, you know, education, but also potential other expenses, cars, um, you know, books, whatever it may be. All right. You ready? In almost every case, the 529 is the absolute worst thing you can use. In almost okay. every case, okay? Now, the, in almost every case, the greatest thing you can do, but you have to do a little bit of um, a little bit of finagling on this, and I'll explain what it is. The greatest thing to use is a Roth IRA for your children. Now, in order for them to contribute into the Roth IRA, you can contribute up to six thousand uh, a year. You have to your children have to have an income. So the first thing you want to do is you want to hire your children. Now, everybody misses this one. This is the most fantastic way to save money in taxes. So uh, any chance you have a business, Kevin? 
I don't know. Okay, so you need to get a business. You need to open up an LLC. You need to get a business. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's uh, shoveling snow in the wintertime. It doesn't matter, right? And I don't care if you have one client. As long as you could justify paying your children for doing something, it could be. And it's funny because some people make the make the uh, the joke that you know my kid was was shredding papers the other day, and I had to pay him. So you could pay your children up to twelve thousand nine hundred dollars per year. Now twelve thousand nine hundred dollars per year happens to also be the standard deduction, which means that. If you make twelve thousand nine hundred, if anybody makes twelve thousand nine hundred dollars, or the first twelve thousand nine hundred dollars of everyone's income in the United States is tax-free, technically. So, if you pay your children up to twelve thousand nine hundred dollars a year, and you have a business, you run your money through the business, so you put twelve thousand nine hundred dollars to pay your children. That's a tax deduction from your business. It's also tax-free to your children. Now, you're going to take that money because, again, remember that that money is. Um, it, it, you know, going to your children, maybe you open a, a, an account, and because your children are under 18, you are the custodian of that money. So you're going to take that money, right. and you're going to take $6,000 of it, and you're going to put it into a Roth IRA in your child's name, and you're the custodian of it, okay? Then you're going to take the rest of the money, what's left of it, the $6,900, and whatever your kids need, such as clothing, or maybe food, or maybe uh, an Xbox, or whatever it is, and you're going to use that money, or bicycle, I don't care, whatever, even a car. You're going to take that money, and you're going to buy that stuff for your kids with their money. Now, everything that they bought is tax-deductible to you up to $12,900 a year. And now, getting back to the college, that Roth IRA is now can be used for can be used, obviously, for retirement, as you know, and all the money you take out of it is tax is uh, tax free, but it also has a rule that says that you can use that money for college too. So you're going to use that money for their college. And now, if they don't go to college, they just keep the money. You keep it in there, and it goes into their retirement if you want to, or they can use it later on for for something else. But that's how that's the greatest way to do it. And if you want to even take the rest of the money, maybe you take a um, it's called a Coverdell, which is a which is actually an education savings account ESA, and you're going to you can put up to two thousand dollars a year into that. You might want to do that as well as a supplement to the Roth IRA. I actually do a full presentation on this. I do a full – actually, this one's a really long one because I do all the different taxes. Mm -hmm. I do an hour-and-a-half presentation on how to save money on all of these methods, not just this one, uh, HSAs, ESAs, um, Roth IRAs, IRAs, self-directed IRAs, how to, how to do this and how to make money in IRAs. But did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Uh, the only uh, clarification I would ask is – I guess um, the example that you outlined would not be as applicable to, say, me having an IRA, a Roth IRA in my own name as opposed to putting it in theirs. Because right now I do have a Roth IRA in my name, and that's kind of where I was initially uh, considering doing this through my own IRA. But the example you laid out was putting one in theirs. Right, and you definitely want to do that. That's the absolute best way to do it is to put it in their name. Because don't forget, it's tax deductible to you. Okay. That I know it, it's, it sounds Thank complicated, <laughs> but it's it's actually really really easy. It's just one of those things where you know it's a different mindset. I mean, like my book, you know, my book is called Money Hacks because everything you think you know about money is wrong, and most people have no clue that you can do this. And these are the things that that we teach at investor schooling. You, you should you should come by one day because I promise you that the questions you're not asking are the ones that are even more important. 
Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It was very helpful. You got it, man. I'm hoping I will see you at a Thursday night. Go to investorschooling.com and sign up. We also have Robert. What's going on, Robert? Hey, Larry, I really uh, just love your book. I mean, it's Thanks, it's man. incredible. Uh, I have just learned so much. I uh, I find it kind of hard to get through because I keep going back and and rereading <laughs> stuff. We already already I already formed my LLC, and uh, paperwork will be completed on that June 23rd. Uh, I actually registered it in the state of Florida, where I have an investment home. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I, so again, just wanted to thank you for just this incredible book. And I'm a teacher, 27 years in, and so I'm hoping this summer, you know, I'll have some a little bit more uh, free time. I'd like to come check your uh, your class out one evening. Um, oh, you definitely should. And yeah, definitely. Uh, so <clears throat> my question is, uh, <clears throat> we. Uh, my wife and I bought a, a foreclosure home in Burlington City about six years ago. Okay. Uh, got it for $61,000. My daughter, son-in-law, and grandchild lived there for five years. They didn't pay me any rent, which was fine because it was 61 grand. was so freaking cheap. We yeah, put sure. like thirty grand into it, and we sold it last summer for $196,000. Oh boy! And you just got your uh, tax bill, and you were like, "Oh, I should have called Larry first. Actually, uh, I have a I have a really good accountant, and uh, <laughs> we also we took we took that home and that money rather, and we bought a home last August uh, for cash in Florida, uh, Wikiwachi, Florida. I'd never heard of it until uh, yeah, I was sure. down there. Yeah, pretty cool. It's uh, kind of like more toward the Gulf and the western portion of the country. So there's not so in our state rather. So there's uh, not really like the uh, hurricane risk that there is in other parts of Florida. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we we put a HELOC on the home we have in Burlington Township. Excellent. Um, we had paid we had paid that mortgage off last summer. Um, put a HELOC on the place in Burlington, and then that made it so we could buy the place in Florida for cash. Uh, my in-laws are my in-laws are in their 80s, and they're living there now. And you know, uh, dad just cuts the grass. Yeah, and so okay. after I retire, the thinking is sell the house in Burlington Township, then we'll own the place in Florida, you know, uh, free and clear. Um, okay. Also. Um, Checked out the uh, the money machine with uh, Brent the chiropractor. That, yeah, sure. That's yeah. incredible. I've yeah. I've got an appointment with him next Thursday. That's great. So I mean, geez, I mean, this little book you have is incredible, and I can't wait to <laughs> sit in your class <laughs> and just learn more, man. And so you heard about uh, the book on on the radio? Then you've never been here. Never, never. And oh, I was cool. listening to you. Uh, and uh, I can't remember the other guy you're normally with. Uh, ah, who, who cares about him anyway? Make house is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> yeah, Bill Falcone, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah Phil, Phil has since left. But, yeah, but actually it's great. Uh, you know, the book, I tell you, I've gotten great reviews of the book, and I appreciate yours as well. That's fantastic. But keep going. You're going to find some more stuff in there that you didn't even know. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm in the stock market now, and I got a little sidetracked because now I'm uh, doing the money multiplier. Okay. And I'm studying up on that. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I just got just got me out of a really bad possible investment, too. Uh, that was hey, when that happened. turned out to be hev- heavily loaded in annuities. And okay. I mean, I just kind of got that sense from reading your book and I knew the right questions to ask and I avoided that, <laughs> that pitfall too. So, wow, great. uh, can't wait to meet you later this summer. And, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you too. Rob. Yeah, That's really nice. Really nice. I really appreciate the call. That was great. So if you guys, anybody out there wants to order, go to uh, barnesandnoble.com. You can look up Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus and order the book. The you you actually you actually probably had it on Kindle or Nook, right? I got it on Nook, exactly. Yeah, because it's bucks. available now on Nook and Kindle, but the the actual copy of the book is not available to till until July. But you can pre-order the copy of the book. In fact, I tell you what, Robert, if you come to me and you show me that you bought the book, I'll even give you an autographed uh-huh. copy. That is awesome. Because I'll tell you what, I've, I've I've told like 10 teachers at work about this book, and they're all trying to get it. And they're like, oh, that's great. I have to order it. That's, <laughs> that's great. Like, well, Bring them to class. Yeah, yeah. and if you want, and if you ever want to, I'll actually, exactly. I can actually do, if you, get, if you get at least a dozen people in a room, I could do a, a presentation for them at your school, if that's something that they would want to do. That'd be awesome. Cool. All right, man. Hey, I look right. forward to seeing, seeing you, you. This, uh, this summer, and thanks again for the great words. All right, Paul. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, see that your marketing is working. People uh, are reading the well, book. Uh, I just, I just have to say, since I am the marketing guy, Mike, we want to pull out that uh, book testimonial and use that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking you already thought you know, about I, that. I want to go back to uh, Kevin talking about college. Yeah. And uh, tell me if my thinking is right on this. But with uh, the money multiplier, with mm-hmm. couldn't you use that? for college yes you can but but here's here's the thing on top of that it's a loan from an insurance company so you know how colleges they look at all your assets and everything for financial aid they don't i don't think they look at do they look at life insurance they don't look at life so if you actually do it that way and do a whole life insurance loan you can actually get more financial aid and still have the money growing well and then you could still do the roth IRA on top of it anyway that's actually actually a great point so the, but the point that Paul's making is when, when you go for financial aid for your children, they're going to look at your children's assets, they're going to look at your assets, mm-hmm. but there are certain assets that don't count. One of them is your primary residence, and the other one is any cash value you have in life insurance. Mm-hmm. So these are great. So it's a great place to bury money. I, I, actually, I, I see, and I don't know, I don't care what people think about how life insurance, I mean, it's funny because you get, you get the guys like uh, Dave Ramsey, don't ever buy whole life insurance, and that's not true. There are many reasons that you shouldn't, but if you're using a whole life insurance policy for all the ways that you should, you don't you don't even have a clue on how how many right. things you could do. You can hide money in it. You can right. borrow money out of it. You can. I mean, the, well, it's a specific type of policy, though. It can't, it's just yeah, not. Any it's got to be a mutual looking. paying, a mutual paying, a, a mutual uh, insurance company paying dividends. That's the kind of policy that you're looking for, not. Uh, not a universal life policy, not an IUL or U, whatever the heck it's called. You don't want those. You want an actual regular cash value building, dividend-paying life insurance policy, the only way it works. But here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you want to go call your insurance agent and say, hey, can you sell me one of these policies? They don't know anything about it. Okay, you have to go to somebody who understands it. Um, I know uh, you know. Robert just mentioned Brent Kessler, who I write about in my mm-hmm. book, the guy who, uh, who, to, uh, 
who we we often we often often have him at our school mm-hmm. talking about this. And I wrote about him. It's funny because it's, I, I just find it so funny because he's chapter thirteen. So if you read chapter thirteen <laughs> of my book. <laughs> <laughs> Who's chapter eleven? Uh, I, I can't remember which, uh, but that is pretty funny. Or chapter seven, right? Chapter, wait, hold on. We got chapter. Let me see if I can find it. We've got. Uh, hold on here. I got to find the table of contents. It's in front of me here. <laughs> How many different chapters are there? It, it, well, yeah, there's 22 yeah. chapters in this book. It's, it's crazy. So uh, I have not. I don't know where my table of contents is. That's really funny. Um, table of contents. Here we go. All right. So you would think the table of contents would be in the front of the book, right? Right. That's exactly where it was. Oh my God. So chapter seven <laughs> is the truth about credit scores. That's fitting. <laughs> chapter eleven is how to buy a car. How to buy? I'm sorry. How to buy a house with credit cards. That's fitting too. And then chapter thirteen is be your own bank. That's very very funny actually. <laughs> so, but it is what it is. What are you gonna do? Sure. <laughs> So we have 22 chapters in that book, and there's so many different things in that book. I mean, I, I tell you, here's the funny part, too. Uh, my accountant actually tells me that if you buy the book, it, it could be tax deductible if you use anything in the book oh, to make money, go. which is very funny. I mean, it's a $20 book. It's like, you know, uh, how much how much of a tax deduction is it going to be, which is really funny. All right. So uh, what do you think, Paul? Any any questions you got something on? What do I think? About what? About anything? About anything. I think I'm going to make a... Whole, I almost said a, a word I can't I say know, on the radio. I, 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 know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I watching I you almost, make that word. I'm I like, no, like, don't do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to make a lot of money this year using the techniques in that book. Yeah, you're going you're to make a lot yeah. of yeah. e-money? That's right. A lot of e-money? e-money. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think I think you, I think think a lot of people out there making a lot of yeah. e-money from yeah. my book. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so... We did we did a section the other day. I actually did something on Thursday, mm-hmm. where I taught people how to pay their mortgages off in 13 years without using any extra money. Right. That blew the whole audience was was blown away. They were on the edge of their seat watching this. Sure. This is a, a system. I, I mean, I can't explain it over the radio because first of all, it took me right. an hour, an hour, maybe a little over an hour, mm-hmm. to explain it the other day. But if well, you ever want to, if you, I mean. I was showing people how to save. I think the example I used was a three hundred thousand dollars mortgage, right? And how to save. You could save. It was something like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of interest. Right. Well, what uh, actually the thing that's mind blowing that most people don't know is when you're paying when you have a five percent uh, interest rate on your mortgage. What interest? What? How much interest are you really paying? Yeah, now? you're paying the first year. It was. I think it was. Was it seventy seven percent? Sure. I think it's seventy seven percent interest the first year over the course of the loan. Oh, it's, yeah. it, what it, it's it's ridiculous. It's more it's, like it's, it's more amazing. like fifty percent or sixty. Yeah, it was something like fifty percent, right? It's because of the way it's amortized. Exactly, and most people don't realize that the the, the number it's based on is your interest mm-hmm. rate that they tell you the APR. But when you actually figure out how much interest you pay for your mortgage, sometimes it's over 100% if their interest rate's high enough. Right. I remember there were times where I, you know, you look at your car loan. So, so even your car loan over five years, sometimes you're paying, uh, you know, maybe half the amount of the car back in interest. So we teach you how to save that money as well. That's a lot. But we teach you how to save that money as well. It's, it's, it's amazing how people just don't understand how banking really right. works. Banks love to lend money. They love to lend money because what they do, they go to they go to Paul. Paul gives them a hundred thousand dollars, and he he gets his point half percent interest or whatever half half percent sure. interest on his hundred thousand dollars, and they lend that money out to somebody else, and they get six or seven percent interest. Now you think they get six or seven percent interest, but they don't. They get a whole lot more than six or seven percent interest because when they lend that money out, they're getting all these payments. 
from the people, and the, and the payments are very, very high. They're mostly interest payments. Mm -hmm. That's why amortization schedules are great for banks and terrible for people for consumers. Yeah, right. And once you understand an amortization schedule, and once you understand how you can make the amortization schedule work for you, mm -hmm. oh, you it's amazing how much money you can save. I sit there now. I have you know tons of properties, and I sit there. And I rerun my amortization schedule on my properties consistently because I'm trying to figure out the best way to save payments and save interest and also have my properties paid off. Most mm -hmm. uh, most mortgages, if you do a couple of simple things, you can have most mortgages paid off in less than half the time. Less than half the time. And you're going to save, it's not half the interest you save, it's it's a, an enormous amount of interest that right. you're going to save uh, because of it. We had one, we did an example the other day where the interest rate, the the total interest, I think we actually, I think it actually went down from 160 to 50,000 total. Something I think like it was something like that, but it, it's amazing how quickly you can do this. And, and as a student from investor schooling, you could come to me with your mortgage, and I will run the numbers, and I'll show you how you can save the money. And we had Trevor here last week. Trevor here was talking about right. that too, about how to pay future payments mm -hmm. and save interest on the mortgage. And all you do is pay next month payment early, not the whole payment, just the interest, the principal only payment. You make that payment early, and you can. I, I don't know. The numbers were fascinating. It was like 14 years. You could pay the mortgage off in 14 years instead of 30 if right. you pay next month's principal payment in advance. All right, real quick, because I only got a couple of seconds left to talk about the stock market. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say this. I hate the stock market. Me too. I, ha I, I, and the only other thing I could say is let's go, Brandon, because holy cow, this stock market is insane. He's killing us. I mean, this inflation is unbelievable. I did not expect inflation to be that high. I thought it would come in. I thought it would come in what Wall Street's expectation, or slightly below. It went higher, which right. is insane. Of course, if you put in gas, that makes sense. But everything else is going up too. I mean, I, I just didn't expect it. Sure enough, the Dow closes down 800 points. Now, I've been right. saying this for a while. If you regularly listen to any of my other show, I've been saying that the current range of the Dow is 31,000 to 33,000. Sure enough, it hit 33,000, and then it, it tumbled down from there which means now it's only got a little way to go to get to the bottom again, which is 31,000. However, that range is going to move down in about six weeks from now. Not now, so it's still going to be 31 to 33, but six weeks from now, it's going to be 28 to 31. Even with earnings coming up? It, that's why. Because after six weeks from now, we're going to have, earnings is coming in six weeks. Uh, the next six weeks is earnings. Okay. And after earnings, we're going to move, start, the Dow is going to move down. So watch this. I actually predict by the end of the year that Dow will be trading in a range of somewhere between 28 and, 27 and 29, possibly 26 and 28. So just watch for this, and you can actually see it. I've watched these numbers. I'm watching several stocks, and I'm watching them all go back to pre-pre-pandemic levels. Not pre-pandemic, pre-pre-pandemic, which, pre -pre. which is right, right, right around 2018, 2019 numbers. So if you have stocks, and if you're investing in stocks, just know the likelihood that they're going to go back to those numbers. So if you want to look at the old numbers, those are what you're going to be going back to. You can, you can buy puts if you want to. You can short stocks if you want to. Or just know that you're going to be going back down to those numbers. Um, unfortunately, things like CCL, mm -hmm. which I'm heavily loaded in, Carnival Cruise Lines, is killing me right now because I'm expecting it also to go back to pre-pandemic, pre but it's not. It's going the other way. All right. So we got about 30 seconds. I want to remind you all... To go to investorschooling.com and sign up for a complimentary class. I also want to thank my in-house producer. I might get his name right, 
Mike Kuyper. Yay, I got it right. And our producer, of course, at PHT, Glenn Page. Glenn Page is awesome, man. That's and Glenn's wrong. got a copy of my book, too. And he's going to tell you next week about how he likes it because there's no time. Did you like it, Glenn? Quick. Loved it. All right, cool. Go to InvestorSchooling.com, and we will see you guys on Thursday. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.